Hey guys, GBC podcast number 79. I'm Courtney Wise. I'm Hannah Blankenship. I've hijacked the podcast again. We are hanging with Hannah again. I think people liked you on the podcast, my friend. It was fun. I said, I put, I did a post and I said, I'm so jealous that Shane got to do the 77 before this one i was so glad that you said that because well sometimes like shane and i've said like are we falling on deaf ears you know you just don't know (laughs) but it really it is fun and we enjoy doing it okay i have to tell you what happened and i'm I'm confessing too because i was not very nice last night it's okay okay so um we had a big volleyball game it was for districts and um we were playing a team that had a coach that um in the middle of this, in, in the beginning of the second match. So we had already played one match. It goes to 25, mm-hmm. and then you take a little break, and then you play again. Yeah. And um, we were gaining on them, and they called my child out, Hudson, um, because she was wearing, they're supposed to wear black spandex. Well, I guess she grabbed the navy blue spandex shorts. Okay. And, I mean, like, I, Hannah, I personally, like, I... I I didn't even really know we had navy blue. So here I am going, oh, my gosh, did I, like, buy those and think they were black in the store? Do you know Probably. what I mean? Probably. They're close. I've worn a navy shoe and a black shoe before. Right. And so <laughs> I, and I'm like, well, it's not like she was wearing bright yellow. So apparently there's, like, a clause somewhere in outer space that says you have to dress, like, your uniform or whatever. But, like... You know, it is middle school ball, and I, I don't really remember reading that. And I don't think that anybody knew it was navy blue. Do you know, navy blue yeah. and black are so close together. So, here, you know, all the parents in the stands were sitting there like, like, because no one's playing. Everyone's standing around. And I could see Hudson, like, blinking back tears. And she's not, like, I mean, she's my child, and she cries, you know. But she's not overly emotional sure. on, on the court. She's pretty, like, tough like her daddy. And I was like, oh, God. What is happening? What is happening? What is happening? You know, so finally, like five minutes later, it took that long for them to call this stupid thing. They were like, they gave her a yellow card, which is a, um, oh gosh. Like you're out. Kind of like a foul or something. I'm not saying this right. Yes. Okay. And so the other team got an automatic point. (gasps) And like, I just felt like it was really dirty of the other coach to do that. I feel like she singled Hudson out because Hudson is very like a passionate player and she gives everything that she has, and I think mm. that she did it to demoralize her because she's 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 a pretty good player, but I I just felt like it was an attack, and sure. I got so upset. So after the game, I mean, I'm, you know, it takes a second to like go through your brain and process. Well, one of the coaches on that same team, it wasn't the coach that did it because I don't know her, but it was the one that I know. I was like mouthing off to her. I was yeah. like, go get your friend and tell her to come up here. We deserve an apology. You don't single out an 11-year-old girl. I, I was saying all this stuff. And she, of course, she came up to like console Hudson. I should have just been like, thank you. That was really nice. But on the, the other, other hand. The other coach came to console Yeah, Hudson? there's two coaches per team. Oh, you know, not the one that Not like, the one that did in. it. Okay. But like the, I think she's the assistant coach. Okay. Um, and, and so I just, I've just, I, I stayed up all night. I was like, gosh, I was, n- I didn't say any cuss words and I didn't like come face to face with anybody, but I was just like, go get your friend and tell her to come up here and apologize to my kid. Like, this is ridiculous. This is middle school volleyball. Like, that's how yeah. I was talking, you know? Yeah. Um, I wasn't standing. I was sitting. Sure. But I just like, you know, Courtney, in the moment is when it matters because your mm, emotions are involved and your like passion is, is heated. You know what I mean? 
And I just feel like I didn't represent the church. Mm. I didn't represent Greenwood. I didn't represent everything that I talk about very well. And I, so I apologized to her this morning through text. Oh, good. But she reached out to me first and was like, how's Hudson this morning? I was like, she's fine. Like, she snapped out of it. She did cry afterwards because she was She felt like mortified. it was her fault. She was embarrassed. She felt, yes. Yeah, and she felt responsible for losing She cost her team, her team a, a point. Oh. But she was like, everybody was staring at me. Everybody was talking about me. Everyone's pointing at my shorts. Of course, all the parents thought it was just ridiculous you know and then I've I'm like so she you know Hudson said she said you know what I think Mima got me those shorts Kyle's mom um and and, and you told her it was okay for me to wear them I was like oh my gosh it's your fault mom. I, think, I probably thought they were black I didn't even know you know so I know it doesn't sound like that big a deal but districts are a big deal there's a lot of people in the gym so did you guys lose oh we lost oh we were gonna lose um yeah but by more than one point yeah but still they played really well but I think Hannah I think my thing was I was not prepared you know what I had not been in my bible in four days because Mm -hmm. we have been doing volleyball a lot and then we're preparing for like a big trip and I kind of that's what I was thinking last night I was like you know had you just like had your head in the word you probably would have been a little bit more prepared Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit would have been all over you but instead it wasn't and like some ugly things came out and they weren't like I said I wasn't cussing somebody out sure I didn't fist fight anybody I didn't pull anybody's hair (laughs) you know what I mean but I was not probably like graceful sure a representation of how you'd like to be yeah i I was being a little mouthy hudson said i was acting like a karen (gasps) (laughs) i was like i was so talk to me i mean so you already did what you have what you are required to do you sought reconciliation so you've already fixed it that's what that apology was. But I think this is what gives the church a bad name is when we go out and we do a podcast and we talk about how amazing our church is and come to church with me because sure. our pastor's the greatest and his wife's the greatest and we love everybody we're doing Bible study with. And then all of a sudden I do something like that and they're like, well, we thought you went to church. <laughs> well, I think that... I'm human. That's right. <laughs> I think that you let people see that you're human, but then you also let them see... Like right now, you're publicly letting people see that you knew that it was wrong and that you fixed it, yeah. you know? Um, so I think that that as far as it depends on you, which is actually the scripture that I have in front of me. Um, so I've had a some scripture going round and round in my head. I don't know if it's a message or if it's a... I don't know what it is, but anyway. Something. Romans 12, um, and it's kind of a long thing but just listen to the whole thing so 9 through 21 so it's a little lengthy but don't just pretend to love others really love them hate what is wrong hold tightly to what is good love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other never be lazy but work hard and serve the lord enthusiastically rejoice in our confident hope be patient in trouble and keep on praying When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. And here's the part for you. Mm -hmm. Bless those who persecute you. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Be happy with those who are happy and weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And don't think you know it all. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For scripture says, 
I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals of shame on their heads. Don't let evil conquer you, but conquer evil by doing good. Okay, well, thank you. I want to crawl under your desk. Um, okay, well, <laughs> but hold on. Okay. You did. You did. What did I do? This part. Do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. Mm-hmm. You sought reconciliation. Yeah. So there's a that's the NLT is what I read to you. Yeah. The NIV says as far as it depends on you to live at peace. So that's actually one of my favorite scriptures. Not that whole thing, but the part about um, be at peace with mm-hmm. all people if it's mm-hmm. up to you. Um, being a number nine on the Enneagram, I'm a peacekeeper anyways. Um, so I, I do think that that's very important. Um, so I did reach out to that other coach that I was a little bit mouthy to. And I was like, look, I'm really sorry. And I said, I should take, I was like, I take full responsibility of my actions. Um, like there's no but here. Sure. Like period. Your mama bear came out. Yeah. And I was like. And it's going to come out. Yeah. But you know, Kyle didn't actually sit, tell me that I had acted ugly. So either he didn't hear it or he didn't think that I acted that ugly. So I will say that. Um, praying for the other people, it's going to be hard. But I thought that too. I was like, I think that if they had Christ in their life, I said they, she, the, the mm-hmm. other coach, if she had Christ in her life, she wouldn't be looking for these like petty little things from the other team just to gain a point over us sure. or whatever. Um, but I think, I think the thing that's hard is like you teach your kids as you teach your kids, like, you know, all the right things and we don't, we don't do this and right and wrong and stick up for what's right. And then something like that happens and Mm -hmm. you're like, man, that was an adult kind of doing the wrong thing. I mean, she's not wrong in pointing out that Hudson's uniform wasn't a hundred percent correct, but it's also like in the same family and like, we didn't know, you know? So it's like you see an adult trying to, like, make an example of your kid, and you just go, oh, really? Yeah. There's no grace there, and so mm-hmm. we have to have, like, grace for them. So in the middle of that, my friend was sitting – and then I'm done talking. Um, she was sitting next to me, and she elbowed me. And she's Catholic, but we always say I'm a Catholic in training just for fun because I love talking about stuff like yeah. that. She elbowed me. She goes, you got to act like a Catholic even when you don't want to. And that's when I just kind of was like – and I didn't say anything. You know, and so I feel like you have to have a friend like that. Yeah. You know, she did. She reminded me, like, I wasn't being probably my nicest Mm. self. Again, I didn't cuss anybody out. I just was being a little, like... A mama bear. Yeah. You were being a mama bear. Yeah. There's, um, we've talked about this in women's Bible study before. Um, a kind word from an enemy, um, is something that you don't want, but a, um a correcting word from a friend is, you know, something that you need. Yeah. Uh, or it's like a um, balm to the soul or something. I can't I know remember what you're how honey it, to the honey. Yeah. I think you're, something, I, yeah. you know, it's in your Bible. You should read it. Um, <laughs> I should have been in the word this I, week too. I should read my Bible. It's in there somewhere. Um, but that's what it talks about is that, you know, a correcting, it's okay to correct one another, but you're also correcting in love because, you know, Job's friends were speaking truth to him and they were reprimanded for yeah. speaking harmful, Hatefully, yeah. yeah, harmful truth. Even though it wasn't, you know, incorrect, it was still hurtful. And so that wasn't, that was, you know, paying back incorrectly, I guess. Yeah. But the, I love the part that you get to leave, leave it to God. So, you know, living at peace with everyone. Mm-hmm. 
And then that, you know, that's a verse we quote a lot. Do all that you can to live at peace with everyone. But then verse 19, dear friends, never take revenge. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. I actually wrote that down when you were reading it. I said, it's up to God. It's not up to me. And when I was praying last night, I said that. I was like, you know, like, I don't need, I don't need to be the one to rectify, like, to be the one saying you did wrong. Like, I don't, that's not my job. Mm -hmm. It's God's job. Yep. So I, I, it was a learning. It was character. I was. I told Hudson this morning. I was like, it was character not only for you but for me. I was like, yeah. I'm 41 and I'm still like doing the character thing. Yeah, I'll do it until I'm 91, I guess. Yes, and you're always learning. <laughs> yeah, and I just said, you know, like in the moment, you just are so heated mm-hmm. you know like running on your emotions. Sure, you know, so especially when it comes to your kids, I think that it's really hard to not take offense. Um, I took offense to something on Marshall's folder this morning. Yeah. I wrote this big, long, it's really unfair, actually, because I, you know, used to be a teacher. So I knew all the right language and everything to write that would be correct. Yeah. Because I felt like I was right. You have that advantage. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost unfair to argue with me. (laughs) Well, now we know who to come to when we have a problem with a teacher. I'll be like, Hannah, write this text for me. That's terrible. But I just... Uh, you feel that protectiveness. And I think that God gives us our children to protect. Um, yes. But he also gives us our children to train up in the way, mm-hmm. you know, that we would train them up um, in such a way that they would live this way, that they would live, you know, this Romans 12 that I just read to you. Yeah. That, you know, if your enemies are hungry, you feed them. If they're thirsty, you give them something to drink. Um, we don't take revenge. We don't pay back. Uh, and it's all hard lessons. Yeah. It is hard. It's hard to do the right thing. And I, I told Hudson that because she honestly, the gauntlet was going on here last night. Sure. And she really wanted to be here. Yes. Wanted to play. We knew we knew we were, I hate to say that we were going to lose, but we just kind of knew that that was the nature of sure. what it was going to happen. And so we had all said as a family, like, we're going to leave really fast and um, go to the gauntlet. And that's why I texted you. And then um, her coach was like, hey, you guys need to stay until the end because Hudson's going to get an award. And I was like, how amazing is that? you know? And she was like, she was, she started crying, you know, and she, she had a bad attitude for about, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 15 minutes. She was crying and saying, I just, I, you know, it salted it for her enough in that moment. She was, you know, when you're crying out of embarrassment and you want to crawl in a hole, that's what it was for her. And I think that's what made me so upset is that she was so mortified Mm -hmm. anyways. And I'm not, it's just such a good example for life. I feel like everybody can identify it's with messy. this. It's messy. Sure. Um, so she's crying. I'm like, Hudson, I was like, and I said, I was like, put my hands on her, her shoulders. I was like, sometimes we have to like choose to do the right thing and we don't even want to. Yeah. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, bring your coach up here. <laughs> let me, let me talk to her. So I'm trying, but I just felt like I needed to. I don't want to be one of those people, Hannah. Like, you know, I have to be on social because I'm trying to get this book published. Sure. Otherwise, you're it, a public image. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be my rather. Like, I don't really love social, but I've always said I, I want to make sure that I portray myself as the way I am. So I just needed everyone um, to know that, like, you know, we're not perfect and we do show our, I guess, true colors or we show mm-hmm. our emotions sometimes when we shouldn't. But I'm aware. I'm aware, yeah. you know, and I think I think that's I think that's just like so much growing in in the last 24 hours, just staying up and wrestling with it all night, being like, man, I could have done better. And so, anyways, I wasn't in the word for four days, and I think that was like the biggest thing. It's like it made such a difference in how I reacted to this girl. Yeah. I think too, though, the fact that you're wrestling with it shows your character. Yeah, within it, and I think that when we 
show our messiness. We acknowledge that we're not Christ. Yeah. We're striving to be like him every day and that that would be, and that's kind of what's been spinning in my head with what I, that scripture that I read you is that it's a mirror that we get to hold ourselves up to. Mm -hmm. And do we hold ourselves up to this? Like, I mean, just look at verse nine, the beginning of it. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. And I think in that situation, you were holding tightly to what is good, but you also recognize that your flesh was the mirror that you were looking in. Yeah. You know, totally. So we have, we get to decide which mirror we're going to hold our lives up to. And we always want it to be a mirror of Christ. Um, But thankfully, we get to seek reconciliation. Like that, that's what scripture tells us to do. And so you did. You saw reconciliation. And so you get to move forward from it knowing that you ended up choosing grace. Yeah. I'm just, I know you can be with me when I say this like I'm so thankful to be a mom because otherwise I wouldn't be probably put in these situations that are so like sanctifying Mm. and like refining and you know trial by fire ish you know um it's it's so it turns you inside out right but it's so good for us and I'm I'm just like continually like in awe at how much I learn from my kids and how much I know I know like I know that I have blonde hair, you know, that God chose them for me. Yeah. And because because of the situations that we're in, I'm like, oh, gosh, this was for me. (laughs) This was for me. That was for me, too. You know what I mean? I had yesterday morning that same situation, like the same, like this is for me. It was just, it was hard getting out the door. Marshall was mad. He was... I was mad and I was ugly. He was eating a nutty buddy in my bed and getting oh, peanut everywhere. butter and chocolate all over my sheets. I was that just runs all over my yes. skin. You know, uh-huh. I don't want to get into my bed and it have crumbs, crumbs in it. I feel like that's fair. Um, <laughs> so I was like, go downstairs. He didn't listen first time, so I threw his nutty buddy in the trash. Ding ding ding. <laughs> so he was furious. And I was I in that moment I was like, ugh. I just repaid evil for evil. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, you were evil eating that nutty buddy in my bed. Knowing that you were dropping crumbs everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. He, which he had no clue, you know. And then I was evil because I did not throw it away like, buddy, I'm sorry, this is your consequence. I threw it away because I was like, take that dude yeah. eat in my bed again. And you know? crumbly nutty buddy. So I threw it away. So it was just like, and then, of course, that's how our Spiral. morning started. Yes. And so it was just thing after thing. And so then I'm in the car. And, of course, Shane, I, ca- I call it Bibling me. He, you know, stepped into pa- Don't his you Bible shoes. me. Ugh, he Bibled me. Like I Bibled you earlier, so it's yeah. fair, you know, we're uh-huh. all equal. Um, so he was like, actually, I was listening to this message this morning, and it was talking about serving one another um, and, you know, that you die to yourself. And um, in the message, it was a T.D. Jakes message, and he said, in the message, T.D. Jakes, he even sent it to me. I was like, ugh, devil bibled me. But he said that T.D. Jakes was talking about that that difficult child, that difficult thing that you're dealing with, and, you know, of course, my face is just, I wish you could see my face because it was, like, mouth half open, kind of glaring. Uh, Yeah. How dare you talk to me like that? Stop talking directly to me. So maybe that difficult child isn't your frustrated place and it isn't your angry place and it isn't your uh, get back at them place and it isn't 
whatever. He said, maybe it's your dying place. It's so true. That you would die to yourself. That's really good. Isn't it good? Yes. But it was very toe-steppy. I was not wearing steel-toed boots. I yeah. definitely just had tennis shoes on. And I was like, ugh. This is my, parenthood is my dying place. Oh, mine too, Hannah. It's so you hard. You die to yourself. It's and so I think hard. that can be applied. Even if you're not a parent, your, whatever it is that you struggle with gets to be the place that Christ can stand in the gap. Yeah. You know, that it could be your dying place that you die to yourself and that you would consider others more important than yourself. Well, and you have to. Because we, we are not capable you know no. what I mean? I mean, like, we can get ourselves a step of the way there, but we, we would have to have somebody superior and more um, just gracious and loving than we are to yeah, help us do that. because I can't that. do it in my own no. strength and in my own... Well, no. I can't do it. Yeah, so I, I am reminded that, like, we, we're flesh. And yes. I'm also reminded that, just getting back to what we said, th- this, is, this is for me, too. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't just for Hudson and her team and her coaches to learn that, like, some people don't play by the that they play a little dirty, I should say. Um, you know, I was like, man, this whole thing is like such a great learning lesson yeah. and such a great character inspiring lesson for us just to be like, there's, there's just so many lessons to learn out of it. And so I, I, and anyways, this morning as I've thought about it and prayed about it, I've just become like thankful that it happened. And I think that Hudson mm-hmm. has sort of felt like this when I dropped her off at school this morning I think she felt the same and I was just really thankful even yeah. though it was it was hard and it was dirty and it, I'm still a little upset about it I think sure. we all are we're like really really well you, you know? just experienced it last night and so it's still fresh yeah you know? I think that sometimes we forget that we have to lay it down more than once you know yes <laughs> and I think like these these situations especially with like your difficult kid or one of the kids that matches you mm. you know I think they arise over and over and over again and in fact like I don't want to hijack the podcast by talking about my book but I have actually never really talked about it but you know sure. the premise of it is basically this in and of itself is just like the um each chapter is like a synopsis of what a day in the life could look like for a mom and how she feels like she's losing, but she's actually gaining treasure at the end of it, whether or not we choose or we even can see it in the moment. But this has become a treasure just in like what, 12 hours. I mean, it is a process and it takes some time, but I think that um, it's important for us to always be on the Mm -hmm. lookout for those little treasures Mm -hmm. in our midst. Um, One of our uh, trusted men here at church he said to me a couple of weeks ago when I was struggling with something he ta- he asked if I had thanked God for it and I was no. like no <laughs> and I even said it in my prayer and when I did offering that week um but you know there's that verse to consider it joy when you experience trials mm-hmm. and so he said Hannah have you thanked God for the trial because he said, I've started doing that in my own trials. I've started thanking God for the trial because it's creating joy within me. It's creating something, you know, of Christ. Only God can do that. And only God could do that. And so, you know, when we experience trials, consider it joy. And so amongst the trial, you know, as your kid is being berated, you say, thank you, God, that you get to consider it joy because it's a trial that's coming to grow you. Yeah. Well, we're going to make it joy, you know, and I think we did. I think we rounded a corner this morning. 
this morning, but I will continue to talk to her and make sure that we, well, in fact, when she got her award, I said, I want you to do a little dance and show people that you were wearing the navy blue shorts. <laughs> I was like, this needs to be funny. Let's just shake it off. And so they said like Hudson Wise and she kind of like went like this and I just laughed and I was that's like, funny. that's, it has to like, it, we can't like hold it forever. Like a big embarrassment, sure. you know, like let's make it funny. It, the just joke's on her. It. The joke's on her. Like if you're really yeah. going to do that, that's fine. So she did it. And I was really, I was really proud of her. Yeah. Dancing a little jig. Well, just to acknowledge it, you know, this happened and now it's over and yeah. we're moving forward. And I'm good. Yeah. Like, this doesn't define me. I'm not sure. going to, like, hang up these shorts and never wear them again. Meemaw gave them to me. Meemaw. I mean, you said it Poor was Meemaw. okay. I know. Meemaw, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> I'm going to send it to her and she'll be like, oh, I feel so bad. Oh, my gosh. Don't listen, Meemaw. I know. Oh. Well, thanks, Hannah. You're I welcome. had to get that off my chest and I knew you would have a scripture. God came through. So, right before we started recording, I was like, Hannah, I don't even really want to tell you the story. I just want to start recording because sometimes it's better that way. And she yeah. was like, Well, I bet you I have the perfect scripture. Let's just see if it works out. And sure enough, and it did. It did. That, that's been spinning in my head for a while. That's cool. I'm going to have to speak on it, I guess. We would love for you to speak on it. Hannah, I Hannah. only I only speak Mother's Day, so I guess it'll be my Mother's Day sermon. No, maybe <laughs> maybe you could speak like mid between between now and Mother's Day. Oh, midway. We shall see what God will do. A midway practice. All right, guys. Hey, if you like this podcast, send it on. If you feel like there's a mom out there that needs a little encouragement, send it to her. We would love to have some more listeners, and I appreciate you listening so much. Yes, that was fun. Thank okay, you bye, Hannah.